This is an urgent appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled their homes to escape conflict in Ukraine, leaving jobs, belongings and loved ones behind. They need shelter, food and water. You can help. To donate online, search DEC or text RADIO to 70150 to give £10. Thank you. Streaming 24-7, this is Brum Radio. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined on the telephone by Darren Day, who is coming to Birmingham for Footloose, uh, which is on in Birmingham from the 18th until the 23rd of April. Uh, And this is at the Alexandra, and it's part of a UK tour, which is on until the 20th of August. Good afternoon, Darren. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Dave. How are you? I'm really good today. I'm really pleased to be chatting to you again on our show. So thank you so much for taking the opportunity uh, to to chat to us about your role within Footloose. Absolute pleasure. Nice to talk to you. Where where in the world are you today? (laughs) So this week we're in Cheltenham. Yes. Oh, that's not far from Uh, us at all. No, no. So, yeah, it's been, I mean, I've forgotten just how crazy... um, touring was you know mm-hmm. up until last august when i when i went into chicago um i it'd been a while i saw i stepped out of musical theater for a while um and did some other things and um i just forgotten how, how much time you spent on the road yes uh, actually as opposed to being on stage you know um we were in york last week um now we're cheltenham um blackpool wow. next week so yeah it's um it's a lot of driving but um but it, it feels fresh again, really. I think it was a really good thing for me to, to step away from musical theatre for a few years because I really got the, you know, I thought of that sound too arty. I kind of got the passion back for it. And, yeah. And so particularly, I mean, I, I, to, to have six months on Chicago's Police Flynn and then to have six months on Footloose as the Reverend, I mean, at any time in the world at, at this point in my career, I would feel very blessed and lucky but i think particularly on the back of the pandemic when you know self my colleagues you know people in this industry particularly we we didn't work for for almost two years so i just feel really lucky um and i'm really enjoying it and i think this is honestly the first time that um i've gone back to a theater so soon after having been there with another show Mm -hmm. it wasn't Many weeks ago, that I was at the Alex with no. with Chicago, and they had they had the posters out the front, and there was there was the Chicago poster right next to the Footloose mm-hmm. one, and I had a had a picture taken there for the local press, um, sort of in between them. And I do honestly think, I mean, I've I've been doing uh, musical theatre for twenty nine years this year. Don't tell anyone. That's um, amazing. But um, I think it is honestly the first time in all of those yeah. years that that happened. And I love the Alex. I really do. I love Birmingham and I love playing to the audiences of Birmingham. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to coming back. Yeah. Um, we're, we're thrilled to have this uh, this production in particular coming to Birmingham. Uh, I said to you just before the interview started, um, I watched uh, Footloose for the first time this weekend. I yeah. don't know how I'd never seen it before because <laughs> it's certainly a film that people in my generation have, have watched. It's, uh, you know, it was a, it was a very well known film. Did you watch? Yeah. Did you watch Footloose as a teenager? Do you remember ever seeing it at that point? I, I do actually. Yeah, I mean, I certainly, I certainly remember the first time I heard 
the, the song Footloose on the radio. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the 80s, you know, I was a teenager in the 80s, so it's quite a kind of a, an important time in your life. It's quite transitional, isn't it? And so yeah. I think, you know, you sort of remember things from, from that period in your life, maybe better than other times of, of, of life. But, yeah, and I remember thinking to myself, wow, that is a great tune. And then I did watch the movie, but, of course, you know, I just watched it like any other movie, never sort of, I wasn't sort of studying it, yes. you know. So I did go back and watch it. Yeah. So I'm playing John Lithgow role. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of John Lithgow. Yeah. I think he's a, a, an amazing actor. And, um, and yeah, and but I think, as you mentioned before, we we were doing this interview. Mm -hmm. I don't think people realise that there are other songs in it that there are. Yeah. And, and, and that they're the songs from this film. They were songs written just for this film, holding out for a hero. Uh, uh, let's hear it for the boy. I didn't know that they were from this film. And that was just astonishing uh, to find out. Because as soon as they started in the film, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, um, yeah. What a wonderful uh, opportunity. And, and those, those songs feature in the stage production as well. Um, how, do they, how do they fit in? Do they fit in differently? Do they fit in uh, as tra tracks in the background or as, as the audience going to have to come and find that out for themselves? Well, no, I'll, I'll tell you, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, still, still come. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> but um, you know what, Dave? What you've just said is, is like an amazingly good point with this show. Um, because I don't like the term jukebox music, yes. but that, you know, that's what they're called. And, I've, you know, I've done a few along the way. We were Rock You, um, Dumb Holiday, you know, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And and the thing that separates this from all of the others is, you know, for example, you know, we, we, we were Rock You. Um, they, you know, they got the rights to do the back catalogue of Queen, yes. um, Ben Elton. Then, you know, the songs are all there and they're obviously all, you know, iconic songs. Mm -hmm. And then Ben wrote, a, ben Elton wrote a, a you know a story and a plot around them, but yeah. the thing that separates this is is Dean Pitchford, who wrote it. Those songs were written, as you said, sort of for the movie. Mm -hmm. So those songs are again, without saying it's too arty, those songs sort of lyrically they are they are put in the right place to carry the story forward. Yeah. Rather, here's a song, let's write something around it as a story, um, and I think that really makes a big difference with this uh, it, it's kind of got everything this show it i mean there are these songs that you can just hear the buzz of of the audience when the intro kicks off for them all because they're instantly recognizable massive massive hit you've got like the cast are so incredibly talented they're, they're actors they're singers they're dancers and they also played live instruments on stage um one of the most talented casts that i've ever worked with so you've got these massive big numbers within you know an amazing set and, and um you know all this singing and dancing and, and music and it, it you know it, it's 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 incredible the buzz is incredible but then and dare i say unlike other jukebox musicals mm -hmm. um there's a really really beautiful story going on um, yes. as well and, um, you know, it, 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 I think it took me a couple of weeks to sort of get into the kind of the swing of it, shall I say. It's, so I play the Reverend. So there's all this happening around me. Jake Crickenden in, in silver hot pants, mm -hmm. you know, like ripped. And then I come on and my things are 
particularly in the second half, they're quite dramatic. Yes. And and it it took me a while to sort of get into the kind of the the rhythm of coming in after, you know, let's hear it for the boy or going on and and then I come on and there was thing about my son who's tragically died yeah. and my daughter who he feels is losing because she's a teenager and dating boys for the first time. Yeah. But but I do think it works really well. Um, and I and I have to say, you know, the the reaction of the audience at the end of the show, and this is bar none of of all the performances we've done so far. I've never seen a bigger reaction to anything ever. Wow. Everyone's at their feet. We do like a, a, a we do like a massive mega mix at the end, and yeah, it it just feels amazing. Um, I've always defended the feel good musical because um, I know, like back in the day, I was doing them kind of all the time, and some of the more, I don't know, sort of credible, controversial press or whatever you'd like to call them, you know, they were they, they tried to sort of diss it in interviews to me. Yeah. And I always defended it um, very much. And I, I've always thought there's nothing that feels better than sending people out of a theatre feeling good, you know, singing, humming along, you know, stamping their feet, clapping their hands. And I think it's never felt better than, than now because... You know, we've had two horrendous years. Everyone's yeah. been starved of, of, um, of socialising, of live entertainment. And it really does feel like in the auditorium, it feels like uh, what the Roaring Twenties may have, you know, what I imagine. Yeah, the absolutely. Celebratory. Um, yeah. And it's an amazing time to be in theatre. And I can honestly, genuinely, you know, I can say to everyone, come see it because you will have an amazing night. It, it's a brilliant, brilliant show. I um I thought that you were particularly great when you were in Chicago. Um, so thank, thank you so you. much for bringing that performance to us in Birmingham. Thank you, the audience were quite boisterous at Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even we were on like a, I think it was a Monday or a Tuesday that we were there. They were particularly loud during the audience. Um, do people yeah. sing in Footloose at all? Can you hear the audience singing these songs to you in the in from from the stage? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, I mean it. Yes, yeah, so I've, I've, you know, both these back-to-back shows that I've done, they're that type of show. Yeah, the audience are really up for it, shall we say? Um, and it was, you know, it sort of was easier as Billy Flynn. Yes, there are, you know, there are times when Billy speaks to the audience, yeah. and it's vaudeville. The whole style of um of of Chicago's vaudeville. So, it there's only a couple of bits for that Billy Flynn does that are serious and yeah a couple of moments other than that it's quite it's vaudeville but with this yeah the audience are that kind of audience as you saw with Chicago yeah but then I have to come on and do this dramatic stuff and wow it, yeah but as I said it 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 works uh, it works really well and uh, and I mean our reviews have been great the business is great we're selling well which is all particularly at this point mm-hmm. in in the world you know we we none of us knew i mean i'm sure the producers were were shaking in their boots really because no one knew if people were going to feel safe enough to come out and it's just amazing to see people coming back into the theater and um yeah it's brilliant i'm really genuinely genuinely loving it and i think the the parts like they're so contrasting mm-hmm. you know to, to come to come from playing like a ruthless money grabbing lawyer to playing a broken reverend. Yeah, I was pretty sure, Dave, when I put that <laughs> when I put that dog collar on for the first night, 
I was quite surprised I didn't go up in flames. Wow. Well. Um, <laughs> there was a, li- a lightning strike from the That's sky. Funny. I've uh, I've got I've got yeah. I've got friends that say that when they step foot in a church uh, residence, <laughs> so I, I can I can relate to that that sort of feeling. Um, I think it's really wonderful that you're going to be bringing this to Birmingham. Um, I hope you have a fantastic week while you're in Cheltenham as as well. Obviously this week, um, thanks, you, Dave. You can find uh, the uh, the tickets to see Footloose at the Alexandra uh, from the 18th to the 23rd of April, and it is then touring until the 20th of August. Check out atgtickets.com. Uh, for for there and look for Footloose at the Alexandra and then there's the Footloose's website which is footloosemusical.com and that's footloose-musical.com there as well Uh, Darren thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us about this today Oh Dave it's always a pleasure to speak to you mate thank you so much and look forward to coming back to Birmingham Brilliant hopefully we'll get you you back here on Brum Radio fairly soon as well thank you so much Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.